This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. This is Frida Liu. You're listening to Enterprise. Xiang Pharmacy was founded in 2004 and has consistently grown into a local chain pharmacy with 14 outlets across Penang, Kedah, Pera, and Trunganu. The brainchild of Charmaine Tan, she's also one of the nominees for the EY Entrepreneur of the Year for 2021 in the Women Entrepreneur category. Good morning, Charmaine. Good morning, Freda. And congratulations. Here to be with you. Yeah, congratulations as well. You know, for being a nominee. Now, why did you decide to take part uh, in this award? Thank you. Um, I always think that I'm a very ordinary person since young. I was neither outstanding nor good in my study. Yeah, and until I met Dr. Dr. Kelvin Q in two one five, and he actually encouraged me to um, do the application for EY. EY, um, right. EY competition, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and until only last year I had time, then I think then I should give it a try. Right. So, I want to let people know that even a girl from Nepal Tabak like me, um, people call us Kampong girl because we're from Nepal Tabak. Right. It's a very, very small town with population for not more than uh, 30,000 people in Nepal Tabak. Mm-hmm. But I want to let people know that even a very ordinary person, a very ordinary girl in Ibongtabang and I can make it, yeah. Right. So what was it like, you know, I mean, in terms of, you know, prepping for it? I mean, there's some, I know there's a lot of work to be done behind the scenes before you submit. What was that like? Um, I still have a lot of doubt in myself. Should I? Should I not? <laughs> and you know how, how I felt when uh, doing the announcement for the top nominee? Mm-hmm. I was really excited because I didn't think that I could stand for the chance. And I thought, oh, it's okay. Just submit and see how it goes. Right. Yeah, I was really surprised and I was really shocked that I was the top nominee. Yeah. Right. Okay. And so uh, the girl from Nibong Tabal, what was it like starting your first pharmacy? Um, starting my pharmacy was always my dream. When I was um, from five, mm-hmm. yeah, and I still remember I spoke to my teacher and asked them, I like speed, I like chemistry, I like biology, what other courses that I can do? Mm. So they told, told me pharmacy. You know, those days, um, we don't get access to all this information easily. Right. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know that what a pharmacist exactly does. Mm. Until I went abroad and studied in the UK, then I get the chance to see how a community pharmacy works. Mm. Yeah. So after I finished my study, came back to Malaysia, I know that having a community pharmacist is my dream and is my goal. So right. after working in KL for a couple of years, mm. and I decided to come back to my hometown to open my own pharmacy. Right. Yeah, so I was really excited mm. and um, with some with some fear because I do not know that what's my life going to be like and. Yeah, I was brought up in a um, business family. Mm-hmm. I know how it's the business like, but I do not know exactly until I was really into the business. Yeah, mm. everything in and out. Mm. Okay. What was the reason for starting in rural areas? I, as I said, I'm from Nibong Tabao. It's always my dream to come back to Nibong Tabao. Mm. I like people surrounding me, mm. and I don't like big city. Because, you know, if you're in big city, most of the time we do not know our neighbor. Mm. We do not know who is next to us. But in small town, we know everyone in and out. Right. And I just feel that I like this kind of feeling. And I'm a person who likes a lot 
in person, in person and um, to touch with other people mm. rather than uh, working in a very cool environment. Right. Yeah, it's how I started and I came back. Yeah, and I remember when I was young, there's a pharmacy overseas my dad shop. Yeah, because I, I live, uh, we live in the first floor on the top of the shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then um, I, I used to go to the pharmacy a couple of times, and I think that it's cool that I can be provide this kind of service to our local community. Mm. Okay, you know you've got these uh, outlets uh, in in the rural areas, right up north, right? Is it a challenge finding pharmacists in you know to work for you in these areas? Mm. It was always a challenge for me to find a pharmacist, especially when I started 18 years ago. You know, there are not many pharmacy degrees mm. in Malaysia, university, and also those private college. Right. Yeah. So I remember when I had three outlets, that was about maybe 14, 14 years ago. Mm. Any of my pharmacies, if they want to retire, I could have slept at night for months mm. because it was really, really hard to get a pharmacist. Mm. Yeah, but... These five to eight years, it gets easier because there are more and more local colleges right. that provide pharmacy courses. Right. Yeah. And of course, most of the people, they would love to work in big city because mm. they want to have more exposure, especially when they're young. Mm. So my hope is to bring people back from right. city back to the hometown, to stay with their family, to provide more services to the local community. Right. And I think so that's the idea, right? People like you who want to go back to their hometown but don't have an opportunity now have this opportunity, right? So is the plan for expansion more outlets? Uh, are you looking at franchising or what, what's the, the expansion model? Mm, um, at this moment... We, we own yeah we own our business mm. so in order for us to expand faster and can be able to get more people to access to us to the rural area we had uh, we we have just get our BYOB mm-hmm. be your own boss program by mm. printers uh, last year and right. so on in two 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 second quarter onward we will be launching this program yeah mainly to our Malay. Um, Malay employee mm-hmm. get them to be our partner right and to any yeah to any people in the rural area if they are keen and they want to join our health crew then yeah we welcome them but definitely we have a very strict interview because we want to get the correct people with the right mindset to be mm. To provide the same service to our people. Right. So be your own boss. I like that. Okay. What about yeah. e-commerce? Right. Are you he- uh, investing in that heavily? Um, yes, for e-commerce, because when people just started e-commerce those days, mm-hmm. most of the people will sell their product on the marketplace, right. Yeah, like Lazada, Shopee, and some others. Mm. But to us, because most of our customers are from rural areas, mm. and we believe that the, the profit that we make should get back to the, the local people as well. Mm. So, mm, we'll be launching our customer refer customer program mm-hmm. in Dudu. We are hoping to launch it in Q2, mm. and if there's a delay, it might be in Q3. We are working with a ERP program in mm-hmm. the company that, you know, something like if our members recommend somebody, some, mm. some customer to us because they like our service and mm. our product, then for any customer that they refer to us, we'll give them some a token of appreciation. Mm. So, the rebate will just go back to the customer who referred us. So we believe that through this more sustainable 
um, method that we can re- return the the profit to our customer to the local people as well. Right. Okay. You know, like we've course we've had a couple of lockdowns and all that, right? What were some of the roadblocks you experienced during the lockdowns? I know the pharmacy is essential services. However, I'm just thinking of the location and and that sort of thing, right? What were some of the challenges you faced during that period? In 2020 and 2021, in fact, we plan to open more outlets mm. yeah, to provide more services to the local people. Right. But, you know, in 2020, the day before Chinese New Year, and because of COVID news, all this came in. Mm. And there's a shortage of the mask in the market. Right. And I remember on the New Year Eve, right, I was really busy. Um, yeah, I have not been doing... Um, uh, purchasing for the past 10 years mm. and I was really busy uh, helping helping my purchaser to do some sorting through my networking mm-hmm. friend in Malaysia and overseas from mm. the day onwards the whole team of us were really busy for 2020 right. and yeah and, and even most of our HQ team those that not belong to the warehouse you're busy helping in and out Flying up to the lorry, then help to uh, repack the product and resend to the outlet and so on. Mm. Yeah, so that was the challenges that we we faced because of the increase in the revenue. Right. But we we couldn't be able to get the people in. I mean, in a very short time, mm. and our workload increased. Mm-hmm. Right. And besides that, our cash flow were really stuck mm-hmm. because, as I shared just now, the revenue increased in a very short period of time. Mm-hmm. Because of the, the, the supply-demand issue, most right. of the product that we buy from our supplier, right, is usually between 30 to 60 day terms. Mm. But during this pandemic, most of the supplier, they want us to pay cash, mm. even cash before delivery. Mm. Yeah. Right. So, and, and even sometimes, cash before delivery and the goods never arrive. Oh. There are so many new suppliers, right. and I am sure that most of our colleagues, they... They, they, they met the same issue as well. Mm, yeah. Either okay. local supplier or, or overseas supplier. Right, right. I'm speaking to Charmaine Tan from Siang Pharmacy. We'll continue our conversation after this. Stay tuned to Enterprise BFM 89.9. Backing feminist movements. BFM 89.9. The Business Station. Morning. This is Frida Liu. You're listening to Enterprise. I'm here with uh, Charmaine Tan from Siang Pharmacy, one of the nominees for the EY Entrepreneur of the Year in the Woman Entrepreneur category. You know, one of the things with you, you've been around since 2004, so n- uh, nearly 20 years, um, and you are an advocate for healthy eating and food consumption therapy. What exactly is this? Mm. Okay. I have a lot of health, not a lot, a few health issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in 2014, then I realized that my cancer tumor marker was high. Mm. Then, in, yeah, in 2015, I had rheumatoid arthritis. And mm. lately, last year, I realized that I had osteoarthritis as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, to me, I strongly believe that chronic disease can be reversed. Mm. And what does it mean by chronic disease can be reversed? Usually, for any of the disease that we have, right, it's a lot to deal with our our daily routine, what do we take every day, yeah. our food and our lifestyle. Mm. Yeah. So in order to in order to reverse the chronic disease, there are a few campaigns that we have done. Yeah. And um, one of it that we have 
we do practice a lot to our customer is diabetes, mm. for example. Mm. Yeah, somebody with diabetes, they might be on one, two, three, four type medications. Right. So what we do, we have a lifetime protection program mm. that we offer free glucose test and free cholesterol test to all of our customers. Mm. Yeah, that's the program that we launched last year and so we want to make sure that every people in the rural area they have early detection. Mm. So if they are if their glucose level is high, usually if they go to doctor in the beginning, doctor will prescribe them with medication right. or some insulin injection. Right. So when they come to us, we will help them to do uh, the glucose monitoring to make sure that their reading is on track mm. and we we'll check with them what is their symptom like. So mm. after knowing their reading, their symptoms, and we we'll advise them on the the dietary dietary advice. Mm. And also introduce them some health supplements. Right. Those are the health supplements without any side effects to bring down the glucose level. Right. So you know when the glucose level is bring bring down, the symptoms that they encounter like tired, nerve pain, body mm. ache, all this can be can be lowered down. Mm. So once their reading comes down, then we we'll ask them to go back to the doctor to revise to lower down their dose. Mm. Okay. You know, I know that apart from that, you're also working towards creating more awareness on dangers of misusing drugs, educating how proper medication can reduce drug dependencies and also combating counterfeiting, counterfeit drugs in the market. So a lot of little challenges here. So why is this an issue, uh, I guess, where you are? Okay, let's go uh, one by one. Yeah. The, first one that men- yeah, the first one that I mentioned is about the the, mis- the mm. misuse of the drug. Right? Mm. One thing that I just realized when I started my, my family in the bank about most of the people they believe a lot in in people say my friends say mm. my neighbor yeah you know <laughs> not only in Ibong Tabal <laughs> <laughs> yeah so whenever they come and buy their medication then they say oh I want this drug or medication right. then, then we usually ask them who is taking and um, what is this for then right. they would tell you, oh, my friend said my neighbor mm. take this, so I had the same symptoms. So that's the reason why I, I, I take it and I find that it's good. Yeah. So my role, our role is to make sure that all of our customers, they take the correct medication mm. with the correct dosage. Mm. Yeah. And also to let them know what are the drug interactions in mm. between the medication that they are taking. Right. And also to let them know that medication is only for symptomatically relief. Mm. And all the medication come with side effects. Right. So most importantly, after the their symptoms go down, when they see when these symptoms uh, goes away, they should they should stop the medication. Mm. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, you did also mention about the the drug de- dependency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Drug dependency. Yeah. So it gives you an example. In in rural areas. Um, every day we, we have many patients come in, say that they have body ache, then um, nerve pain and, and so on, you know. So whenever customers come in, we we'll give them medication. For this kind of patient, we might give them one painkiller, right. then one muscle relaxant. Then decide that we give them one supplement mm. yeah, for nerve. Mm. So we'll tell them, we'll tell them clearly. Your medication, you only take it when you have the symptoms. Right. When your symptoms stop, then you have to stop the medication. But for this supplement, do make sure that you finish them mm. in order for you not to get the same symptoms back again. 
okay. over and over. Yeah, that's what we usually do. Try to lower down their depend their dependency on the medication. Right, and and you also say counterfeit drugs. That's that's quite an issue there. Yes, I believe that counterfeit drug is an issue in in worldwide. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's about money. It's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if 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 they sell all these counterfeit medications. When we talk about medication, medication needs time to, in, to invest. It takes time. Right. So one is invented, then they have the patent. Mm. So the patent, they have the patent, meaning nobody can be able to have the right to produce the same medication. Mm. So once the patent goes away, 14 to 18 years later, all the manufacturers that can be able to produce the same medication. Mm. And when we talk about the counterfeit drug, right, it means the active ingredient inside that certain pill, we do not know what it is because it doesn't go through the Ministry of Health or the registration. It's illegal. It might be produced in a small bungalow or a small shop lot without all this good manufacturing practice. Right. So it's rather dangerous and we do not know what are inside the recipient. Right. Could it be drug? Could it not be? Yeah, and even cause more poison to our body. Mm, okay. You know, are the health concerns uh, in rural communities different from urban communities? Um, def- definitely. Mm-hmm. I used to work in KL for mm-hmm. four years. Um, I was working in Shiraz, Bangs, uh, SS2, mm-hmm. and in, where else? Um, Slayang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in Rawang, Rawang. Even these three areas that... Um, uh, the local people have awareness is different. Right. Not to say about the rural area. Right. Most of the people in rural area, um, I remember when I just started practicing in about mm-hmm. my customer came to me. Then they asked me, what is this medicine for? What is this medicine for? Mm-hmm. I was shocked. I asked her, why are you taking all this medicine? She said, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I asked her, who gave you all this? She said, my doctor. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was curious. I said, why did you consult your doctor? Then she said, because I was ill. Mm. I was uh, I was wondering, then I asked them, if you're not feeling well and your doctor diagnosed you, why didn't you understand what is the problem that you're having? And why didn't you ask, what is all this medication for? Right. And they tell me quietly, I do not dare to ask. Hmm. And, and I was shocked, you know, you was shocked. Then I told them, this is your right, your patient right, your consumer right. Why don't you dare? Yeah. And yeah, from there I know, because of the lower education right. uh, level, right. then the, the lower exposure to the, to the public, then yeah, they, they don't have the confidence, the self-confidence to ask, ask the doctor and to know about their rights. Right. Yeah. Okay. Where I see the, it's where I see the gap, the services that we can be able to provide to the customer mm-hmm. as the primary care provider. Right. Okay. And I guess, okay, just, just a, a final question. Are there plans to move to the central and southern regions as well as Sabah's Rao and, you know, or is your focus still very much on the rural communities? Yeah, obviously, because mm. we only have 14 outlets. Right. Yeah, in uh, in fourth stage, mm-hmm. what you have mentioned just now. Mm-hmm. So from day one, when we started, our goal is very clear. We want to serve the rural area. Right. So from day one until now, we are still serving the rural area. Don't be, don't, don't see, don't see. Mm. Usually, uh, the population average is 40,000. 40, 40, right. So there are still many rural areas 
that we can be able to serve mm. where we are heading to and that's the reason why we want to recruit more people with the same mindset with us to provide more health uh, personal health solution to the local community. Right. Okay. All the best, Charmaine. You know, all, for the EY Entrepreneur of the Year Award you know, in the Women ca- Entrepreneur category, I'm, I'm excited to see who will go back with the award. But uh, uh, thank you for all the work that you're doing. I've been speaking to Charmaine Tan from Siang Pharmacy. You've been listening to Enterprise BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.